took three sips and I was like, this tastes weird. <laughs> this is weird. Maybe I'm you not didn't bugging. get your drink. Yeah, I'm not bugging. Maybe you didn't get your drink. Okay, but you're making sweat flavored drinks at Dunkin'? <laughs> Please tell me I can throw the sauce Please tell me how to fucking boss Please tell me I can buy Chanel for you Please tell me one Rolex won't do No one else ain't got no time Welcome back motherfuckers Joe Biden is president he is. You haven't realized Joe Biden is president. Way too um, low right now. Kamala Harris is the VP. Uh, first wo woman, first Indian, and first West Indian vice president. That is a. That's what they like to call history. You know how I go, man. That's that's what they like to call it. I, per se, don't know if I'd call it that. Why wouldn't you? It's literally the first time it's ever happened. It's the definition of I would history. call it her story because it's a she. Oh. <laughs> you read that. Where you read that today? You planned that. Why did you... Bro, I can make up my own dumb shit on my own. I don't need help. Wow. Trust. That was right then and there you just came up with that? The last 15 seconds? Jesus. If you could come up with dumb shit like that in 15 seconds, I can only imagine if niggas would have left you alone for, like, a day. I'll change the world. I'll change the world. Jamaculus Johnson. Sounds like a starting cornerback for, like, Minnesota. That's a name. That's a name. Podcasting is my game. Hey. Evan is my name. If you got a boyfriend, he's a lame. That's right. That's right. That's all you got off the dome. That's right. That's right. That's right. I think I could do that. Yeah, sure. I could do that in the league. I could be a wide receiver in the league. Yeah. Yeah, what else? I could probably start a new civilization on the moon and live out my days there in happiness. Okay, I can see that. You are kind of a moon creature. I am. Strange. I'm a very, uh, I'm a night owl. You know? Being up after, uh, being up after midnight intrigues me. Like, what are the possibilities? Okay. You know what they say? What are you, 11? Has anybody ever said to you, nobody's ever said to you, like, nothing good happens after 12? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's, that's from how I met your mother. Nothing. Ever, oh, is it? Never, uh, nothing ever good happens after three. Oh, no, I'm talking about So 12. you might as well, you might as well be home by then. That's what I'm saying. My dad has literally said nothing ever good happens after 12. That's not true. I've made love. That's what I'm saying. I've, I've made love to, love to several women after 12, and those were all good times. I, I bet they were beautiful times. I had a good time. That's what I'm saying. So did she. There is a just endless possibilities. Endless. I'm taking you to dinner since it was your, it's your birthday. Is that what you want to do? I kind of, I don't know. I just like going out to dinner. Yeah, right? I like that shit. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know, so you don't cliche have to, though. Yo, no, no, no. You don't have to cook anything. You don't have to do any dishes. You can go get you some wine. I, I feel like it's the ideal move. 
It's so cliche. Alright, I guess. I mean, it's just dinner to me. Like, It's not like we haven't been out before that anyway. No, I'm just saying. Dinner's always cool. You know what it is? Dinner's always consistent. You know what you're getting to do. It's I mean, gonna be conversation. If you pick the right, if you pick the place, it's probably gonna be good food. Um, yeah, I do like the random dinners though. What do you mean? Like, if I'm out wherever and I'm walking around, I'm like, you hungry? Oh yeah. And it just be like, oh, this is a, this is a spot right here. Yeah, it this happens is- to be fire. Well, do you do you set yourself up like that to do it on purpose, or do you does that just genuinely happen to you? Does I don't think some, I've ever set. I mean, I think I've been around places where I'm just like, all right, probably gonna be hungry later. Let's go to this area because I know a lot of there's a lot of like places around there in general. All right, all right. That's, I guess that's that's how I plan it. That's how I plan it. Yeah, that's setting it up, I guess. But sometimes I just genuinely be like, you know what, I could eat. Facts. And the person I'm with could be like, you know, you. I could eat too. And all of a sudden, we in a fire restaurant. Yeah, man. Hoes mad. Hoes uh, mad. Dinner's cool, though. I like uh, dinner. I like trying different places. Well, that's what I'm saying. If you go out to dinner somewhere, like, interesting. Yeah. I won't mention names, but uh, shout out a certain member, a certain person of my past who uh, gave me a number of great restaurants on... Uh, what do you call those uh, the the sticks they use at the doctor's office to put your tongue down? Tongue depressors. Tongue depressors. I have probably got like thirty five restaurants on tongue depressors that I haven't tried yet. Why do you want city. tongue depressors? Oh, you put them in a little thing. No, no, no. I didn't. The, this person. Oh, in my right, past right, right, right. Crazy. I just have thirty five random restaurants that I haven't tried yet. That's All fire. different genres and shit. Are yeah. you actually trying them? I haven't tried any of them. Wow. No. But you know what's the worst when you when you want to take somebody out or take a woman out and she doesn't eat certain foods. It's yes. tricky. Like yes. she doesn't eat what she said. She don't eat meat. She don't eat. Yep. Besides like fish, fish. And she yes. already like fish. Yes. Or seafood. Or seafood in general. And I'm like, damn. So we can't go to Ruth Chris. I can't live out my scammer dreams with you. Steaks is out. Out <laughs> the question. No, she was like, no. I You're gonna have to she, scam her on seafood time. She was like, no, I can get the mac. I was like, I'm not going to eat a steak while you eat mac. Yeah. As hilarious as that would be. No, no, no. She's not going to Imagine, I'm just like, so how was your day? She's nibbling at the <laughs> mac gonna and say, cheese. And I'm, I'm she's like, ordered three plates. They're just around her. <laughs> three mac and cheeses and some broccoli. Facts. Just carbs and vitamins. A whole lot of cheese. Nah, yeah. But then, that's when you get them to take you to one of their spots. Introduce you to some new flavors. True. Because that has happened before, and it's been it's been fire every time for me. I'm a fa- I'm a fan of the uh, taking me out of the comfort zone when it comes to food. Because I feel like I've just like told myself I don't like a lot of food just because it I feel like I won't like it, not because I've actually tried it and don't like it. Ooh, yeah, that's bad. I've taken myself out of a lot of opportunity there. Really? Yeah, like oysters. Oysters was literally like something I was like, yeah, it's gross. Oh yeah, all right, all right, all right. Yeah, or like but I never scallops said, or something. I never said I wouldn't try it. I just always thought to myself like, I don't want to try it now, but at some point I probably will, just cause you know. No. I mean, you gotta try everything. That's what I'm saying. That's where I've Food-wise. just been lacked. I've been like, nope, not gonna try. It just doesn't taste good. Wow, Why try? That's crazy. You know what it is too? I'm I'm scared it's gonna taste nasty because once I'm eating it, 
like the taste is gonna be there, and I'm gonna have to experience that, and I don't want to experience that. I don't love oysters, but I don't shy away from them either because you gotta know how to make them. You know, a little bit of a uh, Worcester sauce, and maybe a little lemon or lime. No, perfect. So I go a little lemon lime with some Tabasco. Okay. Okay. And I, I get like that Worcester going. sauce better with it. That's like Worcestershire sauce. Is that salty? Is that like super salty? It's a little salty. Is that like soy sauce? It's a little tangy. T- a little tangy. Huh. I don't know how to explain it. Or they might have horseradish. Horseradish is okay. Horseradish Horse- is good. Horseradish is also supposed to be really good for you. Horseradish is what you eat in like uh, what you eat for like uh like calam- not calamari. Is that calamari? Yeah, yeah right. Calamari. You eat horseradish? Mm, no, I don't think it's horseradish. I think it's horseradish and uh. No, tartar sauce. I'm thinking of tartar sauce. Tartar sauce. That's what it is. is that, no, are th- those are the same thing. Is, tartar sauce doesn't come with calamari. Tartar sauce and horseradish sauce are the same thing. No, no they're not. I feel like they are. Look it up. I'm telling you, yeah. I feel like they are, my friend. Worcester sauce and tartar sauce are much, much different. Horseradish is indeed horseradish. Congratulations, Captain Obvious. What else would you like to tell us today? Just give me just give me a synopsis of the words you'd like to speak. Hmm. No, the sauce that comes with calamari is a cocktail sauce. That's what I said. You, you I said, said it was either sauce. I no, I said it was either tartar sauce or cocktail sauce. I think it's both. Maybe. To be real. Maybe. Maybe. Whatever. But both those sauces are indeed very good. Very good. They're kind of gross, though. I was kind of grossed oh out with tartar God. sauce. You say they're good until you because I was kind of grossed it's out. Like, oh, I was kind of grossed out by tartar sauce from watching SpongeBob. <laughs> tartar sauce. <laughs> yeah, kind of made me think tartar sauce was. They're fish. Gross. No wonder tartar sauce would be bad to them. Yes. They're fucking fish. Didn't realize that. And, yeah. High, great awareness. Didn't realize that. Great awareness. Thanks. Alva Kamara looks like Lil Uzi Loki. Loki Loki. Like a cleaner Lil Uzi. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, I fuck with Lil Uzi, but when you zoom in on his face, it's scary. Yes, indeed. Jesus. Yeah, well, Trump lost. Ho's mad. Uh, I don't know what to tell Trump you. is coming back from golf. When he saw the the I saw a lot of scenarios. Celebratory I saw a lot of scenarios where they said he could win in December by a reversal, but I just I don't see I don't see all that transpiring. I just really don't. I really don't. I really don't. I mean, it is up to the electoral college. They can yeah, but they can literally be like, you know what? Trump won. Uh, Biden won the state, but we're gonna go Trump here. Like maybe maybe I don't know enough about it and that's my fault for not researching. But like, what are the contingencies? To is there any contingencies to prevent that? Donald Trump is the first president since 1992 to not win re-election. Shitbag. Donald Trump is the first president in history to lose the popular vote twice. <laughs> Who's mad? But is it? I don't know. There's no consi- contingencies to prevent, like. The Electoral College has to go by the popular vote. I mean, why have it? I don't know. I saw a lot of... Tech- it can't be just scenarios. that crazy. It can't be just that crazy. So, once Because if it is, that's wild. 
One scenario I saw is that the Electoral College can decide to change the way their state voted if they think there's corruption or whatever. But, like, there's so many legal technicalities and stuff in there, I'm not going to put any brain power on it. Everyone's going to proceed as if Joe Biden is our president besides Trump supporters and staunch Republicans. And that's fine. You guys do whatever the hell you want to do. I'm not dealing with it. So yeah, uh, hmm. Trumpito is uh is gone. <laughs> Hopefully, if uh, we're celebrating too early, then I'll be much more depressed in a month. I um I can't. Hold on, let me say something. I'm seeing a lot of people say, "Oh, uh, look at the tolerant left," or "Look at the Democratic Party that asked for you know." people to be more accepting and this that and the third and now look you guys just want to get trump out not the same thing trump's racist guys you don't look at a white supremacist rally and go there's fine people on both sides and you're not racist that's just not how it works i'm sorry like it's not hard to just say i condemn white supremacy it's just not i don't need you to be at every project in the city, pledging something, just condemn it. Tell people that it's wrong. People listen to you, for better or worse. He didn't condemn it. So, really, you can make up any scenario you want. You're wrong. And all these, oh, but he's done this for black people and this. You can you can be racist and help somebody. That's, that's not the definition of racism. That's a very good point. Very good point. I feel like people think it's uh, very uh, black and white in this election. <laughs> no, uh, no pun intended. But the definition of racism is prejudice, discrimination, or antagonism directed against someone of a different race based on the belief that they're superior. You can help somebody if you think you're superior to them. You think that you're doing them a favor. So that logic that, oh, like, Trump got these black people that were on death row out of jail, that doesn't mean he's not racist. That means he saw a PR move. Saw a he made it. Move. Saw a leverage move. That's still that's still uh No no, I'm just saying though. Did you see that guy? Uh the Make America Great Again guy who was yelling into the camera? Barbecue beer is freedom? No, 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 no. That's absurd. He's a black guy. Yes. Oh, the one the sex symbol. No. Different guy completely. Who's this? He was talking about where are the Republicans? In the House and the Senate. They need to protect Donald Trump. They're going to take this. Oh, my God. You haven't seen this guy? No, I haven't. Wow. I think a lot of... I think Trump's... I think the Republicans are tired of Trump shit, too. Imagine having to go in front of cameras every, like every other day and, and defend somebody that's unhinged or just doesn't give a damn. All the fucking time. That's got to be exhausting on your mental. Nah, the... Um, how do you... It just it just be blown my mind because it's like you agree. I just don't understand how you could live like live like that in terms of it's just so it's just so contradictory. Cause they'll say anything to make themselves feel. It's better. just so That's contradictory. It it's like That's what it is. 
you know this is not true, but you choose to be this way because of this is the way people have been, so it must be right. And the world is changing, and it's wrong. But then, like, you'll ask non-white people to get your food, to, you know, make food, fast food restaurants, to fix your computer, to pump your gas, even, to do all these things that provide you with a comfortable, safe living environment. And you still have the audacity to do some shit like that. It's very, very, very contradictory. And it's like, it's but, so crazy. Like They're just trying to make themselves feel better. It's not about doing the right thing. They contradict themselves all the fucking time. If you really think about it. Trump has a tweet that contradicts everything he says or does for the whole presidency. Literally, people just dig up tweets. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Trump called the electoral college a sham. He called the he said that the popular vote should be used. Like he just, it's like every opportunity he had to put his foot in his mouth, he took it, <laughs> which he usually does. And it's crazy, and I've never seen rape allegations just brushed off a man like this. Somebody tried to argue with me the other day and tell me that Trump only Trump says things and he says things, but he doesn't mean it the way he says it. And that's why we should take it easy on him. And I was like, wait. So you're saying that because somebody says something but doesn't mean it how they say it, and they're in a position of the uh, leader of the free world, that it's okay? Like, but I was, shouldn't you hold them to a higher standard? Like, wouldn't that be? Yes, yes. See, that's common sense. However, they don't operate on common sense. So you got to think about it as this. I was told that everyone likes Trump because he's a straight shooter. Why you gotta explain oh, everything he says too. if he's not, if he's a straight shooter? It should be plain too. and obvious, right? Feel me? So yes. it's just look, it just comes to the fact that they're just defending their uh, they're just defending their point, and it's not about being right. That's why I think politics is a waste of time. It was invented by us, and people are just sticking to their sides. They're not actually trying to progress towards something happening. No. You know, and you got to realize, like, look, the majority of, of the United States is white. It's over 63%. So you got to think whatever president comes in, he's appealing to those 63% white people. He don't he like they care about the minority vote, but they don't need the minority vote. That's why a lot of people thought Trump was going to get reelected because they didn't think the average white person was that upset with what Trump did. Which is was sickening to think who, about. Who it. wasn't upset? The average white person. Oh, the average white person. They are the majority in this country, both in population and in voting. So that's the most catered to crowd. Hmm. Yeah, I also did see the... Uh, I did see a statistic on a map of the United States the other day showing uh, that the states that Trump won, you know, in the Midwest... And like uh, Southeast region, mm-hmm. uh, were the less educated states when compared to the uh, rest of the United States. Correct. It's just so obvious. It's what it is. Like this stuff is a movie. It's really a movie. Like it's not. It's if just... people just ignore things and say other things all the time, all the time. All the time. It doesn't even matter. 
But see, the funny thing is, is that I think that the greatest thing that the Republican Party has done, and I don't have any political affiliations. I really think politics is a waste of time for the most part. But, or at least it's not a waste of time, a extremely low priority. Like so many people have so many things in their life that they need to fix. And you're focused on someone you've never met yelling at you on TV about a policy that probably won't affect you. But, you know, worry about what you want to worry about. But I think the greatest thing the Republican Party's done is trick people into thinking they're richer than they are. To trick people that voting for something that a millionaire or billionaire would means that they're thinking like a millionaire or billionaire. Which is the most asinine thing I've ever thought I've ever thought about. Because everyone's like, oh, like taxes are going to go up and this, that, and the third. And it's like, you guys aren't in this tax bracket. It doesn't matter for you. And then you hear people saying, oh, the trickle down is that these consumer products are going to cost more and this, that, and the third. That's not how it works. The consumer dictates the demand on a large scale level. Avocados used to be dirt cheap in the supermarket. I remember when Bro, avocados were like two fifty for I, one at the deli. At exactly. My deli. I remember when avocados were, were five for three. Now it's five for five or five for six, and at the deli it's like two fifty three dollars. Well, yeah, that's it's yeah, a, that's exactly. a real supermarket, not a deli. No, yeah, exactly. But it's some shit. That's how it works. It works on consumer demand, not not from the trickle on down. Because they put milk for fifteen dollars, people are gonna stop drinking milk. Yes. That's it. You're not gonna keep buying that milk. You don't need no, that well, milk. Yeah, You're yeah, just gonna a, adapt. There's a there's a there's a point when uh. People just be like, all right. Exactly. Now you're playing us. Exactly. So, but that's the thing. That's what the Republican Republican Party uh, tricked them. And a lot of people, a lot of blue-collar people that make maybe 70 grand a year, and but think they're richer than they are, because America is, well, United States of America, is the king country of that. You can look at how many people lease cars or finance cars that are not in their tax bracket. Think about how many people own Ford F-150s, the best-selling car in America, right? Right. What's the retail on that? This dude. I'm sorry. Um, Let's do a 20... On a Ford F-150? 2020 Ford F-150. I'm going to say it's probably upwards of 45. Probably around 70. No, probably around 60. I'm going to say. Let's see. Uh, on buyfordnow.com. Let's see, F one fifty. Can you just look up twenty twenty four? I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying. It's so hard. I don't know. It just didn't come up. I don't know why it won't come up. Twenty eight seven forty five. Wow, that's less than I thought. How did it just come right up for you? Ford twenty twenty F one fifty price. Okay. I don't know what you typed in. I don't. I don't know either. Okay. Anyway, with the regular cap, wow, that's a lot less than I thought it was too. Yeah, honestly. Hmm. Maybe it's time to look at a Ford F-150. 28 Highway? I was going to say that. ain't that. bad. 21 City? So huh. it, you're just not parking that anywhere. But I mean, you know it's going to be another at least five to seven grand because you're going to get some specs in it. You don't want to just get the dirt, the dirt cheap one. Yeah. Anyway. That's $28,745. Let's say, let's just round it up to 30 k right? For housekeeping purposes. Let's go to average USA... Yearly income. It's like fifty, isn't it? Thirty-three thousand seven hundred six dollars. Yikes. 
the most bought car in America, car in America is pretty much the same price as the average average salary in the United States. Oh shit! Wow! Right? That's the root of the problem. What people? But people are. people think they're richer than they are. People people most of the time live above their means. Well, you know who gives them that impression? The media. Well, I was gonna say America. Well, in the banks. I was gonna say America. American banks. Absolutely. We are the country of debt. They're like, yeah, yeah, we'll approve you. Yeah, we'll Here's this you. loan. We'll take yeah, your exactly. payments for the next 37 years. Yeah, sure, we'll give you a mortgage. Sure. Sure, sure we'll give you a payment. We'll, we'll be happy to fork over the money. Country of debt, man. So that's how it works. That's how they make their money. And then the Republicans trick people into thinking that they're richer than they are. You have people that are fighting for people above their tax bracket. You got people that make $70,000 a year fighting for millionaires they've never met. Mm-hmm. Fighting for corporations they have no stakes in or any stocks in. And being scared about Biden's tax plan when they don't even make close to that. And somehow believing that the media is all against them when the media, in fact, is for them. And Fox News, instead of reporting news, just says that everyone's against us, creating a sense of, you know, us against them. So it's very obvious, too, by the way. It's not even like thinly, it's not even hidden or discreet. It's just outward. Like Rush Limbaugh. Rush Limbaugh gets on the radio and screams. For three hours a day. Minorities are taking our jobs. The government's trying to tax us more. We can't let it happen. We're in the same place. It's too easy, man. It's too easy for them. I know they gotta be they gotta be running the same place and be in the break room talking about the same topics to cover and be like, Are they really this fucking stupid? Like we did this two weeks ago. Yeah. Just politics. Yeah, accountants. Shit takes forever. Bro, you got accountants that work in an office talking about minorities are gonna come take our got our jobs. Like, bro, you're in, you work in an office. Like, they're coming here to do landscaping and other shit, whatever they can do without getting like papers. Like, what do you mean they're coming to take our jobs? You weren't gonna go fix my roof on this Tuesday. Yo, that's what's crazy. You weren't gonna do it. That's what's crazy. They will complain and then not want to do it. And then hire them. And then hire them and say, Crazy. Oh, did, and say, oh, I did them a favor. That's a wow, yo. Or if they're a contractor, they'll complain about it, vote Republican, and then go pick up a bunch of day laborers to finish up a job because they need it done in a couple hours. And you could pick up 10 and pay them like 50 bucks each for the day. Wild. Seriously, I know multiple people that own either real estate, construction businesses, or contracting companies that, have, that tell me like, oh, that's how I started off. And now they're just like, yeah, there's too many immigrants in the company. Like, your company wouldn't exist without them. Wait, why is there too many, too many immigrants? <clears throat> like, what is the downfall of having too many immigrants? Well, their theory is, oh, they're taxed. They're, they're all und- undocumented, and therefore they're putting a strain on our hospitals and resources and they're, because they're not paying taxes. But the majority of our taxes go to the police and defense. So really... Go to the police and defense, you said? National, national security. Oh, like that's that's why the United States of America. Oh, Michael that, Thomas. That's why the United States of America has what it has. That's why we have that reputation. because we have the most guns, we have the biggest army, we have the most weapons, and we manufacture weapons that we sell to everyone else. That's our business. We don't manufacture shit anymore. No. We make guns. We we're damn good at it. That's why, why we are the most powerful nation in the world. That's still. why we have the highest rates of gun violence in the world. 
Because we're good at making guns. Absolutely. Like, you realize we've been at war since, like, 2001, right? This has been the longest period for a country to be at war. Yes. It's just such on the back burner. Because it's nothing, uh... Nothing, uh... Is fueling it. You lose wars that you're not backed by. Which is hence why we lost Vietnam. Nobody backed Vietnam. Vietnam was out of our jurisdiction. Absolutely. We should have not gone to Vietnam. Well, no, that's because the United States of America also thinks it's the world's police. Yes. But now we're out of that. Now we realize that faking to be the world's police, we have entered anyone's country for whatever we want. Thus us being in the Middle East and everything with oil. We did. We destabilized those, those regions. We went after ISIS and Al-Qaeda and everybody over there in Afghanistan and Iraq and Bro, it was all a ISIS? sham because we went after the entire country. Well, ISIS isn't isn't a uh, isn't a group. It's an ideology. So you can't. Destroy. It's the same with the group. It's the name of the group, though. No, it's an ideology. Only we call it ISIS. They. It's just an ideology for them. It's it's more. It's a belief oh. system. It was portrayed to us as ISIS, but it's oh, not. Guess, it's not. Yeah. So I guess what I mean by ISIS is just anybody who follows that ideology, then. Yeah, yeah, I'm, no, I'm just a saying, terrorist. I'm just, it's just the terrorist. It's just educational in itself. But yes, that's, that's how they sell it. Yes, like for instance, when the Middle East was going a, a lot heavier five to six years ago, and people were like, "Why are we still there?" Well, they stopped saying. They stopped saying casualties. They stopped saying uh, Iraqi soldiers. You know what they said? We killed insurgents. Thirty insurgents were killed today. It doesn't even sound fucking human. Does it? No. An insurgent. Just... Well, what the fuck is an insurgent? Is a line. It's just lies. It's clever. We stayed there. Devised. We stayed there. First of all, we went there. We destabilized the regions, and then we stayed there because not only we did did we destabilize, and now we can access their natural resources. Let's just stay there and make sure we can do it for years to come. Like oil. That's why we did it. I just I don't see why it's that hard it's to admit crazy. that. Like you can just see everything right in front of you. Even if you can't, there's just so many clues, like so many, like it's just right there, and it's not, it's it's wild because, like I said, it's just so. Oh, Drew Brees, who's this? Oh, Taysom Hill. Oh, I was gonna say Drew Brees. Where did that come from? No, that's Taysom Hill. <laughs> it's like, damn, motherfuckers, forty just taking off. That was a jet. Yeah, Taysom Hill is extremely athletic. He looked like he was in like a vortex. But it's just funny. People do anything. Like for instance, people be like, oh, Obama this, Obama did this, Obama did that. I'm like, bro. I don't know the extent of what Obama did in his presidency. I was busy living my life. Nothing bad well, what happened I can to me. T- what I can tell you is that every president has to make hard decisions. Every president has to send bombs or do certain things. So you telling me that he bombed a bunch of people in the Middle East or did this or that? You, I'm. How is that going to affect my view of him? He's the president of the United States. He's not everyone's buddy. Yeah. That has to happen. But even so, you're going to try to make me think... That the first black president of the United States was a bad president, and we should hate him. I just I don't know if I could if I can hear that from you, uh, Mr. Republican man, that's making this argument. I just don't know if I can believe that. You know, I think I would need more evidence, and then I'd need you to stack him up to uh, George Bush, both George Bushes, and Reagan, who all of you love, and then you know like a nice little analysis, and maybe then we'll make a decision. And even then, I'm sure there was some other cor- other uh, president that was shitty. So. 
I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. Wow. Damn. Yes. Agreed. It's uh. It's just like everybody's got their. Everybody's got their gripes or whoever, and it's like, yes, I'm not saying that Biden and Kamala are the answer. I'm not saying that they're extremely better than Trump. I understand it. I understand it. But I'd rather have that than what Trump gave us. I just just rather have it. I don't disagree. I thought that I think that's a perfectly logical thing to say, but then people are gonna say, "What about the economy? What about this?" People keep saying that Trump made this economy great. I don't think they realize that it. You don't just come into office and take a year and just flip the market. Like there's certain measures that has to be that have to be in place, and it just so happens that when Trump got put into office. We were able to finally come into a really good economy. And it just happened to be when Trump also came into presidency. And you know what? He upkept it. So I'm not saying he didn't do that. What I'm just saying is you can't just sit here and say Obama didn't do shit. He was bad. Like, he gave Trump the economy we have now. And like I said, Trump upkept it. See, I disagree. I think there's many studies that show that there's no real statistical correlation between a president and the economy improving. The balance in the House of Representatives and the Senate, as well as the uh, the maturity of the workforce, is much more indicative of where the economy is going to land. So, Trump was good at pumping up the stock market. <coughs> and guess who that made money for? People that already had a lot of goddamn money. So, you can say that... So, I follow a bunch of, like people that make a good amount of money or like somewhat or so-called like social media gurus but not in the sense where like they're on like ig just like doing a bunch of crazy shit every day it's more like they're like blue collar guys they're upset about trump losing but they make a lot of fucking money so that tax is gonna hit them from biden guess what iron worker making i thought blue collar was the workforce blue collar just means like construction stuff like that workforce white collar is more like Oh, no, I guess, yeah. Like, hands-on. No, blue thing. collar is just like, think of it. You have a blue collar, what shirts do you wear? They could be like a security guard or something like that. White, who wears white collars? People that work in office buildings. I was. That's what I was going to say. White collar is more like corporate. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. Understood. Yes. But even if, even if they're blue collar, if they own a business, they're technically white collar. Yes, agreed. So for them, sure, I can understand it. But... Have you had a conversation with your accountant? Do you even have an accountant? Because I spoke to my accountant, and I asked him what he thought. Because I was like, look, like, you're one of the most level-headed people I know. I don't know your political affiliations, but I have none. So what do you think? And he told me that most of the things that Trump has passed are bad for small business. Cause hey. Hey. Keep it PG, man. There's people listening. So, yes, yeah, so he basically told me that most of Trump's policies were bad for small business owners or independent contractors because it took away a lot of the tax deductions they would get in favor of tax deductions that larger corporations would get. So, just talk to people that have money. 
like accountants and stuff, and I and they'll give you the real uh they'll give you the real scoop, because a lot of you get your information from unverified internet sources or your uncle or your father or someone else, and you know, you should respect the elders, but at the same time you should fact check them, because that's what responsible adults do. I did also see that uh that Trump he did pass a or he's been passing staggered tax increases from now till 2027 for the lower class yeah that have been hidden in the uh quote unquote tax reform guess who's going to get blamed for those <clears throat> Joe Biden Joseph Biden Yeah, that's crazy. Honestly, it's just embarrassing because it's not even like this is private information. This is information you can get from using Google in your brain. I didn't use Google. It was on Instagram. You get what I'm saying? Or Twitter, rather. And I saw that. But no, it's just crazy. You can be you could be someone who doesn't want to look anything up, who doesn't go on Google a lot, but you could be on Twitter. You could be listening. You could just, be watching Fox News every day. I'm just saying, you could be on Twitter, bro. I'm scrolling on Twitter and it's like, oh, look at this information. What does this say? Just about 35 seconds of knowledge from me scrolling on Twitter. It's wild. It's wild. People just don't care. People don't care and don't want to know. Because That's it. They so don't want to know. Brainwashed. They don't want to know. It's sad, man. But you know what? I'm thankful for it because at the end of the day... These people that don't want to think more than a, than a few seconds, people that want every comfort in the world, they drive this they drive this economy and the world's economy. Think about it. Think about every person, right, that just wakes up and goes to like, like you. Do you have a Starbucks by your job or a Dunkin'? Dunkin'. Dunkin'. How's that line in the morning, like 8 a.m.? Uh, it's not that bad. Oh really? Yeah. No. The Dunkin' at Gotham used to be out of the fucking door. Jumping. Crazy packed. Same thing with the Starbucks. Hmm. All those people are consumers that are helping feed that Starbucks company that feeds the economy. So they are essential to the economy, but they're just at a at a lower part of the spectrum. I'm sorry, say that one more time. So they're feeding the economy because think about it. Every time you spend a dollar, you're feeding the economy. Correct. So these people, like for instance, right? Theoretically, you could buy ground coffee in a coffee machine, right? And make your own coffee, right? Mm-hmm. But that requires some some level of less convenience because you have to do it manually. So instead of just waking up and being like, all right, like right, I'll just get it when I get there, you make it and you go out with it. So th- there's a difference. That's all I'm saying. I'm saying it's just more along the lines of some people are consumers, some people are producers. But for an economy to survive and thrive, you have to have more consumers than producers. So it benefits us yes. that there's so many people that think that way that are striving for that comfort. That's what I'm saying. The comfort of being a producer and not a consumer. That, finally. No, the comfort of being a consumer. Oh, that's what drives the economy. The brainwashed masses. Because imagine if everyone imagine if everyone said, "All right, I'm just going to make my." How coffee do you at think home. that way? No, I'm saying think about it. If everyone said, "I'm going to make my coffee at home and save that money," right? Then Starbucks markets down. Less people have jobs. Because Starbucks are less active, that's just how it works. You know, so so it just it all it all it's all related. 
Yeah, they'll never be a... Uh, so the, the mainstream media or news will never be trying to give you freedom. They'll always want to keep you locked in. Yes. That's why Starbucks and McDonald's buy all that ad space to make you think about them all the time. Like McDonald's has this ad on SoundCloud and it's always like, it's talking about McDonald's fries and just, you feel, hear like a fryer sizzling and then you hear like the McDonald's jingle and they talk about the fries and they're like, you know, you need them. And they just describe them I to do. you. And every time I hear the ad, I'm like, yo, I want some fries right now. <laughs> right now. I need them. Well, that's part of the, that's part of the way it works. That's not saying you can't have convenience, though. There's some things that just aren't worth uh, the mental tussle. I, myself, might enjoy a Starbucks blonde roast. But you know what it is, too? It's like, you never actually, it never actually tastes as good as when it's, as when you get it from Starbucks or get it from wherever you get it from. It just never does. Oh, for sure. Never. But that's their job. It shouldn't. Sometimes I think it's more of like a mental thing. That's it's almost like a placebo. Like this has a Starbucks logo on it. I got it from a barista behind the counter, and I saw her do all the stuff. It's like, yeah, this is a Starbucks. This is a pumpkin spice right here. A P a PSL. I recently had my first PSL about a month ago, actually. For those of you who are not aware of what a PSL is, what's that? It is a pumpkin spice latte. Oh. I didn't know there was an acronym for it. I didn't know either. I heard it called that, and I was like, you know what? I, I like that. I was uh, very unaware of the pumpkin spice latte up until a month ago, and let me tell you, it is delectable. Wonderful. Wonderful. On a cold day, you get a nice pumpkin spice. Damn. Could take you places. Talking like you got blonde hair and blue God eyes. God damn, I wish. Right I wish. I, I wouldn't be mad at it. And you got... If you have blonde hair and blue eyes, I would not be mad. And you had a uh, a brown tan Han Solo vest on, <laughs> with some dark suede Chelsea boots, dark brown suede Chelsea boots. Oh my god! Yeah, no. Have you have you enjoyed the uh, delectableness of the pumpkin spice latte? Uh, I can say I have not had one. Wow, you haven't had one? I'm really. You a, should. Uh, I'm a black should... coffee guy to the point that. I really just don't want anything in my coffee. I understand. I, listen. And it looked really good when I saw it the other day. And the person I was with, she got one, but I just, I was just like, nah, like, I just want my black coffee. You know what? It's one of those, like, random coffee days. Not when, because, like, I feel like my coffee days, my coffee times are pretty planned. That, like, in the, like, super early in the morning at, like, mm-hmm. 7, 7, 15, when I'm first walking in. And then I need like a 10, 30, 11, right? I don't need nothing but the straight black coffee. But if it's like, if I'm in the city on a Saturday, on a cold Saturday in the winter, let's just say. I'm walking into Starbucks. I'm there at like 3 o'clock. I don't know what for because I don't know why I'd be in the city at 3 o'clock on a cold day. But I'm there and I see a Starbucks. Pumpkin spice latte might hit the might hit the spot there, you know? <clears throat> Maybe if it was a uh, non-COVID season, you were going out during like Christmas or like Thanksgiving time, just to be out in the city, going out to like a bar or something. Or just that's, how you, that's how you get ready to go to a bar with a pumpkin spice latte. I don't know why I said a bar. I don't know. You're you're just there. You're there. No. 
I don't know why you're there. I can't think of a reason because I really don't know why you. Look, I can see a scenario where I get it. It's just that's what I'm saying. I don't know. You know, it's it's another thing is I don't know what to ask for. They're always like, "What?" Like, even though I'm not gonna put anything in my coffee, I feel like a twinge of anxiety when they ask me because I really don't know. Bro, the only things you really have to worry about in ordering drinks, at Starbucks rather, is what type of milk you want. If you want anything extra, like an extra shot of caramel or something, and whipped cream or not, and hot or iced, that's really it. You want the temperature, what type of milk you want, and uh, what was the last one? I don't know. Already, already this is too much to think about. Temperature, what type of milk you want, whipped cream. That's really it. And they oh, ask you those questions off maybe, rip. Maybe I'll try one of those in your name, but... Yes, please, I'm telling Today you. is not one of those days. I'm telling you. Pumpkin spice latte iced is also very nice. Also very nice. Oh, sure. And the caramel craze is joking. Oh, yeah, but the caramel craze is literally like... Sugar on sugar on sugar. Yeah, bro, it's Sugar crazy. on sugar on sugar. I'm not going to hold you, though. I'm kind of off on the caramel crazes. The last caramel craze I had was last winter, and it tasted like sweat. Like sweat? Like sweat. That's weird. It was gross. They definitely didn't like you at that. It was Duncan. gross. They definitely did not like you at that, Duncan. Ever since then, I've never had another caramel craze. Sweat. A sweaty drink. I don't yeah, even know nah, it's it bad. I'm good on that. It was It was just bad. I took three sips, and I was like, this tastes weird. <laughs> this is weird. I'm not bugging. Drink. Yeah, I'm not bugging. Maybe you didn't get your drink. Okay, but you're making sweat-flavored drinks at Duncan? <laughs> Look, I'm not defending though. I'm just did saying. I save somebody's life that day? I was the I was the one that had to. T- I was you know, the maybe, martyr. Maybe did you get sick anytime after that? No, it was just nasty. I didn't enjoy it. Like, come on, I'm ready for a hack, hot caramel craze on a cold winter day in the city. After a day of work, it's a it's a it's a Thursday. I'm walking home. You know what? I want a coffee from Duncan. You hit me with a sweat flavored caramel craze. What did I do to you? <laughs> I deserve that? Sweat, yeah, that's their new thing. <laughs> Sweat-flavored coffee. That's good at crazy. any time of the day. I'm good on that. How dare you try to help me? How dare you? Meek over everything. Hey. All right, enough of that energy. That's yeah, going to get edited right bad. the fuck out. <laughs> No more meek. 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 Oh man. <laughs> you beef liker. <laughs> no. You know who wouldn't condone such blasphemy against his name? Motherfucking Pluto, man. Navadius. Mr. Uh, Future Hendrix. Mr. Future Hendrix. It would not condone such blasphemy upon his name. No, he wouldn't. But we're looking at two different people here. We're looking at Future, the godfather of auto-tune trap. That's not true. He's not the godfather of auto-tune. Or trap. So what is he then? He's the modern father. Not, not the godfather. The godfather trap is Gucci. Alright, fair enough. Fair enough. 
He's the the modern father. He's like the prodigal son. No, he's the modern father. He's exactly he's like what I said it was. Or the or the prodigal son. No, he's not. If Gucci's the first, then wouldn't he be the godfather? Gucci's the godfather. Okay then, so future is the prodigal son because future came after Gucci. Yes. Exactly. So future is the prodigal son. No, I disagree. Cuz he, he he was he wasn't hyped. He no one thought he was going to get as big as he was. Talking about future? Yeah, so he wouldn't be the prodigal son. He is. No, he's not. It doesn't matter if you thought he was or yes, you thought was, he did. It's just he's assumes. the next person in line. No, no it's that's not. What it assumes. It's not. No, because from Gucci, you got a lot of people that stem out of that tree. So you can't just say and that he's bigger the prodigal future. son. I don't know. Exactly. I don't know. Exactly. I don't think he's a prodigal son. I think he's the modern day father. I don't like saying prodigal son. That is Do you think future is influenced by Gucci? Yes. Okay then, that's what I'm trying to get at. I get what you're saying. He's from future. He's, he's from Gucci's. Godfather. He's from there Gucci's has to be a father. There has to be a father first before there's a son. He's the Godfather. Gucci, it, you just said Gucci is the Godfather. Yeah, Godfather. Okay. There has to be a father and then a son, not just a Godfather. Oh, you're son. saying there has to be a Godfather, then a father, then a son. Yes, it has oh. to make sense. Oh. It has to make sense. <laughs> what if <laughs> sorry I slipped out so who's the son now then do we not have a son yet I don't know uh, for can you say thug for a while a lot of people said right, maybe Roddy Rich but I don't know it's tough there's just so many there's just so many people that you could, you know, like, but a son would have to be someone coming up now, like on on futures kind of, I guess downswing. But if, I don't think Is future I still, in a downswing. I don't think so. His last album was really good. The album before that was really good. I don't think futures even close to a downswing. And I mean, at some point, your cultural relevancy is going to run out. Yes, agreed. At some point, it'll be time to hand over the reins. But I don't think that I don't time know. is I don't approaching. Know I don't know if it's approaching. I think future. I think future will lead the game before he uh, comes up with any bad hits. Mm, no, I disagree. I think he'll just do features. Another while. Well, those just get, won't be just, bad hits. Those will just be. He'll just, be, he'll just get lazy. Lazy con lazy. He also allegedly has a an absolute vault of music. He definitely does. So, uh, he's probably like, I'll release that when I want. Bro, that's... I, won't ha- I don't have to make music anymore, but I can release those and just, just do, uh... I say get nice. All that practice. You kidding me? Yes. Agreed. You know how much unreleased music Thug probably has? And Drake? It's probably just albums upon Drake, albums. Drake is sitting on some shit. Making, I feel like making music's like anything... <laughs> <laughs> now, now we're only gonna talk about Drake. It's OVO. It's an OVO atmosphere, baby. Yeah. What you mean? Fuck you mean? Cut it, <laughs> what you mean? The greatest artist of our generation. The it, 2010s is Drake. They ain't no. That ain't even up for debate. The 2020. The 2010s <laughs> belong to Drake. Come on. Bro, if you think Meek Mill is the greatest artist of our generation, let's bro. just don't even talk about Meek because. <laughs> Because we all know that there are artists much better than Meek that are closer to Drake, while still not being close to Drake. At all. 
The 2010s belongs to Mr. Aubrey Drake Graham. That is not up Who for more debate. Hits? Who had more hits? That is not up for debate, bro. Diddy said he's in his top three. Diddy. Diddy. Diddy said he's in his top three. Meet not in his top 30. <laughs> this is us heckling uh, our new photographer slash uh, video coordinator, Rob. <laughs> who was an avid Meek Mill fan oh my and not God. a fan of Drake. He the worst, the worst Meek Mill fan. He said he did not listen to Drake for years after the Meek and Drake beef, which is understandable. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not understandable. I'm just trying to... It's not understandable Rob's because not- that whole beef, <laughs> that whole beef went on. Meek started it over some dumb shit. Bro, have you seen interviews where it's literally just like, I really don't know what went on in Meek's head. He just popped for no reason. Thought he could take me on. And how you drop a diss record and then Drake drops something that absolutely destroys your diss record and just for fun, Drake drops another one. For good measure. (laughs) For good measure. Are you kidding me? Got nominated for a Grammy. Oh, no. Yo. Nah, are you kidding me? <laughs> it was the worst case scenario. <laughs> how how do you let that? How, how do you not? How do you underestimate your opponent like that? Underestimate like to the fullest. <laughs> Meek did no research. He said, "Who Drake? I don't know him. I just don't like him. Let nah, me just drop a diss record on him." I oh think wait, was, I think it was more he didn't think Drake would or could respond. They were friends. <laughs> they were friends. <laughs> They were literal friends. They made a song together. Rico? They made a song Banger. together. Banger. Explain the reasoning, Rob. <laughs> Explain the reasoning. Defend defend Meek. What's his name? What's his real name? Rameek? What's Meek's real name? Real name? Oh. Robert Wallace III. I don't know why I thought it was like Rameek. No, it's not. That's definitely an NFL wide receiver. <laughs> Wait. It's def- Meek is definitely in his real name. I'm not bugging out, right? Meek is definitely in his, re- in his real name. Regardless. Complete underestimation. And Robert Rameek Williams. There it goes. Rameek. South Bro, he got bodied. And it wasn't even up for debate. It was like, damn, Drake got you. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere... What you doing, Drake? I'm dropping another one. Let y'all know. Let Meek know. He almost won a Grammy for a diss track. Young Thug, Yo. Young Thug's full name is Jeffrey Lamar Williams. Sounds like a uh, wonderful young gentleman. That new Stay Down track with him, Dirk, and uh, Black. I haven't listened to it. Fire. I gotta get into him. You know what it is? I just don't understand how they find these flows. Practice. They be in the stu- That's why you're there in the studio all day. Because you just make music over and over and over and over. Yeah, you also gotta... Rem- I forget sometimes that, like, we don't hear the bad stuff. Well, 
Yeah, you don't, you don't hear the shit they try out. No, yeah, the try out. They, you don't, we don't hear the shit they try out. Exactly. Young Thug once said is that, well, one of Young Thug's original producers once said that Thug, well, he said, Thug wouldn't speak to him for like a few days and then call him and be like, let's go to the studio and it'd be him and Thug for three days in the studio. Just trying shit out. Making music. Wow. That's why they go in there and get fucked up because they're trying to, they're trying to tap into their creative. A lot of people like to make music or like say, oh, like I want to become a rapper because they think it's just getting fucked up. Like you still got to produce something. You can't just be banged up and make one song. You think about that? Niggas be fucked up in that studio be just going. putting out be going. bangers. Like a hella drugs. This is like, and it's not even like. Imagine walking to your house and James Harrison's there. Nah. I'm moving out of the country. I can't be safe in my house. <laughs> Yo. From James Harrison, I'm moving out of the country. <laughs> Imagine he just hunts you like a deer. Oh, my God. He just stalks you. You, you. you lean down to get your mail in the morning. He just blindsides you and takes off. What do you do? Do you leave the neighborhood? Yes. <laughs> James Harrison's loose in this neighborhood? I won't be there. <laughs> Yo, completely loose. I won't be there. <laughs> like the commercial. Oh man, he's just he's just pursuing you at all moments. You go to get you you're bringing in groceries. He's pursuing. You he's, you're moment. trying to get groceries. Boom! Hit from the side. Not all the eggs are splattered. <laughs> Your eggs are splattered. <laughs> <laughs> Your eggs are splattered. Bro, I wouldn't even get up. I would just lay there. Like you know what, James? I'm gonna need you. To I'm go done. You, you're gonna go to the supermarket. I'm done, James. You got me. Take anything you want. <laughs> like James. Those were the last brown eggs in the supermarket, <laughs> and now they're on the ground. What are we going to do here? He just body slams you at that moment. Yo, <laughs> what are we going to do? What are you going to do? Oh, my God. Um, But, yeah, fucking. These artists be just crazy. It's not even they're just, like, making random noises. Like, for example, like, Thug, Future, Gunna, Baby, like. They put out music, and it's not just them singing, like I said. They're they going from the booth to the soundboard, working with the engineers. Like, this ad-lib there, that effect there. Like, this verse here. Like, I think this person sounds well. I want them for the hook. Mm-hmm. Like, Black on uh, Stay Down's hook is crazy. It's crazy. It's just, like, it's not even, it's not a fucked up, like, an incoherent... I'm out partying fucked up. It's like a, like you said, I'm in my creative right now. And you wouldn't think so. And people condemn that so much. And I'm like, but listen to the music. Like, just listen to it. It's not even about getting fucked up. It's not even about the drugs or the alcohol or what they portray. It's just like, listen to them speak. If you can't understand it, read the lyrics. I mean, a lot of it be about the drugs and alcohol. It does. They, it they does. definitely it does. do a good job of glorifying it. 100%. 100%. But you also, you also got to realize, like, you know what? Maybe that's actually some real shit. Maybe they use that to cope. Maybe they got there. They got here with that. Regardless of what it did to them, they got here with that. They used that throughout their life. This is where they are. This is why they are who they are because of that stuff. Like, it's, 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 I get it. They might talk about it a lot, but it's like, you know what? They might use it a lot. Mm-hmm. Feel me? Like, that just might be the way it is. But even so, like, you see all these guys, like, like I said, like, Thug, Baby, Uzi, Future. And you know what? They might be about shit that you're not about. I don't think that's a bad thing. I 
like I said, all that guns, violence, drug stuff. I mean, it is what it is. It ain't your life. Like, you just have to listen to them talk about theirs and the way they talk about it and how they talk about it. Because that shit is crazy. Because I did not like rap music way back when because of the fact that I couldn't really understand them. But it was just because I was too lazy to understand them. Oh, for sure. Like, if you really sit down and listen, you're like, did he just really say that? Like, how would you even notice Bro, that? Bro, the double entendres they be saying be nuts. Bro, I love when I catch a, I love when I'm listening to a song. And months after I've started listening to it, I catch something I didn't catch before. Those would be my favorite moments. OD. We listen to the same song over Yeah, and over. bro. You'd be like, oh, shit. Had no idea he said that. But no. That, but <clears throat> that's particularly why I like listening to, like, <clears throat> like real, like, grimy rap. Because they be saying some shit. Like, I remember, well, actually, Ross is not really grimy rap, but I remember he Talking had a like bar. West Side Gun, Benny the Butcher type of... Like, Griselda, Pusha T, Boldy James, along those lines, but... Also, like, Ashton Bronson, he's not grimy, but he's got bars, but I remember he, he said... He just spits. He had That's one he bar where he said, he was like, I've been here since the beginning, like a prefix. And I was like, what the fuck did he just say to me? Does that stuff get you? Those witty punchlines? That's crazy, bro. Who Who's even said the word prefix in a, in a bar before? That's nuts. That's nuts, bro. He just dropping grammar advice, mid-bar. Mid-bar. The thing that, the, the really that something something uh, something that throws me off when it comes to Action Bronson is like he'd be a little off key for me sometimes. Who? Action Bronson. Is it off key or is it the music not loud? Because sometimes it'd be a little beat or something you don't hear. Well, he definitely is screaming over his beats. I don't not think screaming. It's just I don't think the beat really, is loud. I don't, I don't think you've actually listened to any Action Bronson because you would definitely just not say that. A lot of his songs, he's I not did, loud at all. Well, that's what I mean. Like, there was one time you said, oh, is that Ashton Bronson? And it wasn't him. It was somebody else. I don't mean screaming over the beat. I just mean, yes, his beats are low. Like I said. I I disagree. I think you don't remember hearing any songs. Name one song you know from him. Oh, I have no idea. That's what I'm saying. I I don't think you... You've actually numerous times... But I definitely have, like, Blue Chip 3000 downloaded on my my shit. Because of randomly one time, you were second. All right, but I'm saying, how much much you actually listen to that is my question. Because there's been times when you've been like, oh, this is Ashton Bronson. I'm like, no, it's not him. So I just, I, don't, probably, I, I just don't think you actually know what he's saying. I probably like. could name the amount of times I've listened to Action Bronson on one hand. You, my point taken. So we're gonna just scrap your uh, your opinion of him. So what 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 does Action Bronson actually sound like? Sounds like Action Bronson. You okay, it's a very apt you. answer. Very All apt right, answer. So we're gonna have to enter a little snippet here. So many unfamiliar faces that are coming gun. You're a constant. Fuck you in the school closet. We were young then, experimental periods. Lay the towel, cause I fucked you on your period. Stole my mother's car, crashed by the Burger King. Young love, but we thought it was eternity. Raw sex, never thought about paternity. But now this gun is trying to murder me, abusing me physically and verbally. Said my dick was too small, I went and got the surgery. Just to show it off. This ain't real shit, baby, I'm just going off. Clear the mind, fuck it, so I wrote a song. Nightlife, I'm destined for the bright lights. Night fights at the bar with some white dice. She home. All right, go ahead, tell him. <laughs> go, go ahead, tell Go him. ahead, tell him. I have listened to Action Bronson and has refreshed my memory, and uh, please disregard everything I said previous. <laughs> Every single syllable uttered. Mm, you are correct where Action Bronson is not. Uh, no, no, no. He's not a uh, like grimy rap. 
No, no, he's just giving you absurd bars. Yeah, like he said the most absurd things. That he said he. One oh. of the first songs I heard from him, he talked about getting his son's dick sucked by a prostitute for his fourth birthday. Okay, uh, that's not absurd. He's just trying to he's trying to have his son live the life. <laughs> okay. okay. Um. No. What's that song? Where his production is just going shiva shiva the whole time. It's like shiva shiva. That shit is crazy. She had the sweetest scent I ever smelt a woman have. Skin would glisten like reflections off the bluish jag. She had a Jewish dad. And the Jamaican maid started hanging the strippers and dropping the zippers and selling the pussy for paper to play. Crusty feet like she hiking for days and living in the mountains. You can't fucking. What's stopping Drake? you from embracing Drake? Drake is a juggernaut. There's nothing stopping you from embracing Drake. You don't want to embrace Drake. Bro, Drake owns part of the Raptors, he designs their jerseys, he built them their practice. Stadium, arena. He owns their practice facility. He owns their practice facility. He literally lives in a compound. He's a moat. He's a Boeing seven fifty seven. as his uh, PJ. It's a PP. Pause. What's a PP? <laughs> it's a PP. Was it a PP or PJ? It's not a PJ at that point. He's got a Boeing seven fifty seven. It's a it's a private plane. You know what's? Oh wow. Okay. You know what's the craziest thing? He has the most, uh, what is it, Billboard Top 100? He hits. does, at like 68 or something. Yeah. How are you going to beat that, man? I love seeing Drake Drake. Bro, did you Twitter say too. that they said, uh, uh, they said, I watched an interview with Drake, and he said God's plan was a uh, a throwaway low-key. You could tell he didn't really try on that. He was just flowing. Crazy. But he he said that's a that's a song that is literally for the past since he's dropped, it's a song that's literally been in his set every concert he's ever had, every performance he's ever had. It has to be. It has to be. Everyone knows that song. Mm-hmm. It's just good Crazy. vibes. Crazy. It's great vibes. And that comes t- on in the club, everybody's just everybody's friends. You know what you know God's plan. Yeah. And he talked about uh he talked about his his like him raising the bar for himself would be when he drops his next album, he wouldn't want to have to use, or when he does his next concert, tour, whatever, he doesn't want to have to use God's plan in the set. Like, he wants other songs to just eclipse that in terms of, uh, what's the word when people, knowing ability? Cultural relevance. Cultural relevance. Yes, there it is. Crazy. He can do it too. I know he can. You know, it's not even like... Look at Laugh Not Cry Later. Bro, it's just How many like, times did you listen to Laugh Not Cry just, Later in those two, first two weeks that it dropped? Where could you go that you didn't hear that song? Just be honest. And it's crazy. It's pretty much like... You saw how everybody... I don't know if you know, The Weeknd dropped a song in Spanish. No, I didn't see that. Yeah, so The Weeknd dropped a song in, in Spanish. Uh, and everybody was going crazy. Over that, but then everybody always wants to talk about Drake and the uh, him going on the uh, the reggae wave or the Spanish wave or the UK wave. 
And it's like, yo, bro, it's just like, How crazy it's that, not bro? him hopping on the wave if he's good. He is the wave at that point. He's just another person in the mix for that culturally relevant type of music. And he's doing it at a high level. Some people would disagree. Some of those people might be in our presence as we speak. Some maybe. I just couldn't imagine going out of my way to hate on Drake. Like, you can call him corny. You can say he's a loser. You can say he's a ghostwriter. All those things can be true. But he's also the best artist of this generation. He's going to go down top five, probably. He has more hits than the Beatles. <laughs> Does Meek have more hits than the Beatles? Did you say yes? Oh, <laughs> Did you, you lost, say yes? You, you lost your mind. You've lost your damn mind. I need a fact check. I don't know that. that I don't know that. That conversation's over. We're going to get back to what we really want to talk about. And that is Future Hendrix. I think that his transition in Future Presents The Wizard, the transition from Baptized to Unicorn Perp, is the maybe the best transition he's had in any of his musical uh, productions. Because Baptized itself is just a ridiculous song. And then he switches it up to Unicorn Perp, and you just hear Thug come on and... Unicorn Perp by itself is absolutely ridiculous. That those two songs back to back. <sighs> Yo, let's just hope I don't hear them in a car that has more than four hundred horses, because I'm definitely gonna touch one sixty. Floors to the fucking floor, pedals to the fucking floor. That's how you got your. Uh... That's how you're feeling. On those two songs. So if I hear that song come on your car, I should probably. Try and leave as soon as possible. Not in the Camry. No. In the Camry, we're going to do speed limit. <laughs> in the Camry, we're going to do the speed limit. Yeah, there's no need. Like, if you're speeding in a Camry, you're just a jackass at that point. It's like, bro, your car's not fast. What is the point of this? <laughs> wow, wow. Tom Brady looking not good, huh? Tom Brady looks like shit. The Patriots play the Jets tomorrow. Trey Hendrickson. Wow, look at that. Pop Popcorn. Um. Yeah, no, I really like his. Uh, I'm not gonna hold you. Future's transitions in uh, Beast Mode Two. From like Racks Blue to Thirty One Days. Oh. Or. Or from. Uh, what I'm supposed to do when it's Racks Blue? Ooh. Or was it? Or off of Save Me? Please tell me to shotgun. I don't really like that. No. that oh, I that love piece. that album. I didn't like that album. Love well, that not album. album, that EP. Yeah. But wait, please tell me he's fire, though. I gotta say. Please tell me he's definitely fire. Uh-huh. And when I think about it, off Beast Mode 2, goes crazy. When I think about it. When I think about it. Off Gleese Mode 2? Yeah. B-Ask Mode. It's the second. It's the last song. Nah, it's the, uh... Third to last song. Last song is Hate the Real Me. Oh, that's a good one, too. Yo, your boy Trey Henderson is putting in work right now. He's been involved the last few plays. That's why he's still in the league. How old is he? Uh, he's two years older than me. I mean, it's not often you see a white pass rusher, so he's got to be good. He's 26? Yo, I saw a stat. There has not been a, a white cornerback to start in the league 
Yes. In the last 15 years. Yes. How crazy is that? Did see that. I thought it was, honestly, I thought it was DBs. Yeah. I don't think I saw oh, cornerbacks. Yeah, I saw DBs. DBs. Yeah. I'm sorry, you're right. DBs. That is the most insane stat I've ever seen. Tom Brady, you gotta. You need to adjust that release point, buddy. Oh my gosh, have you seen this? Yes. Yo, bro, I couldn't breathe. I couldn't breathe. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't breathe. Yo, watch that. This one, I was like, yo, they gotta stop it. Chet Hanks has to be stopped at all costs. Yo, Next he said that like two days ago. Yo, bro, I died. Yo, somebody has, on Friday. somebody has to go find Chet Hanks and stop him. Yeah, I don't know that why. Was, he... That was gold. Bro. <laughs> when he says that first, that pussy clot is crazy. Yo. Aggressive as shit. When he said that, I was like... Boss man Biden. <laughs> that's Tom Hanks. That's Tom Hanks' son. You know Tom Hanks, like Forrest Gump. That's, that's his, his son. son. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I love it because oh, Black Twitter. Whenever he does anything, Black Twitter gets involved. Oh, that's a pick. Oh my God. Chet Hanks, man. <laughs> they call him Shaba Hanks. Yo, enough of that. Enough of that. Enough of that. Shaba Hanks. Yo, that's a name, though. Yo. Shaba Hanks. Pussy clot. I was Yo, like, that first one. That first one hit me. I was like, God damn. I usually seen violence after that. Facts. <laughs> I wasn't used to just seeing Facts. nothing You ain't saying pussy clot with that type of aggression and you not throwing hands with somebody. <laughs> the choppers ain't coming out. And not the guns. Oh my god. Oh my goodness. So uh the Indians are gonna trade Lindor. They are, I saw that. They are uh definitely gonna happen. So what we're gonna do to everyone listening and not listening is we're gonna close our eyes. If you're driving, I don't give a fuck, close them for three seconds. <laughs> Yo, what close your eyes. <laughs> I want you to just put your hands together, steer with your wheels, steer the steer the wheel with your knees. Let's go, Yanks. And we're Let's gonna bring go in the Yanks. power of our Puerto Rican Let's brothers and sisters Yanks. to bring Lindor Let's go, Yanks. to the New York. Let's Mets. go, Yanks, to the New York Yankees, baby. Not gonna Francisco happen. Lindor. Not gonna happen. Not gonna happen. Not Literally, even. there was a report that came out today that the Indians would like the Mets to get involved. How is that like a report? That, yeah. How is that a report? I feel like that's <laughs> it's gaslighting. Yeah, I think that's just to get them. But the Mets are gonna. It's just involved. it's just to get the Mets. You know involved. what it is though, because the Mets have a new GM, Sandy Alderson. Only sorry, he's the president of baseball operations. Did he leave? No, they brought him back. Oh, Co- did they? Oh, okay. that's the first thing Cohen said. He said, "I'm bringing in Sandy to run the operation. We're gonna actually give him like money." Oh, because I know like Brody Van Wagen left and all that. Oh, they cleaned they house. Fired him. Oh, they they fired. house. Yeah, they, yeah. They said, "Brody, you and your boys." See you later. Yeah, so. <laughs> see you never. Go back and be an agent, Jabroni. Yeah. yeah, Jed Lowry's somewhere trying to put his leg back together with Jed a so- with a sewing his- kit in tape. Jed Lowry's trying to put his life back together. Forget bro. baseball at this point, bro. That is the funniest saga of a New York player maybe ever. 
What's wrong with Jed Lowry? Lower body difficulties. What does that mean? Lower body disintegration. Lower body fatigue. Honestly. But yeah, so they said Sandy's gonna go get the Oakland G, uh one of Oakland's like lieutenant GMs and bring him over. So huh? For what? To be the GM of the Mets. Oh, be the GM of the Mets. Because he's the president of baseball operations. And we're going to beef up analytics. So basically, it just depends if whoever comes in wants to make that splash off the top. Because I can see them not making that trade, too. Because think about it. you got to give up a pro- You're going to probably give up Mauricio. He's a top He's a top 50 prospect in baseball. Shortstop. Lanky as fuck. What's his name? Uh, Jimenez? Either Jimenez or Rosario. Whoever they like better. Personally, I think Rosario is way better than Jimenez. And probably an arm. Or another bat. So, you, so let's say you're giving, you're giving up Davis... Mauricio, let's say Jimenez and an arm, that's a lot. And like he's worth it, but I'm just saying, like, that's your first move coming into a new team? Like you're giving up you're giving up some pieces, man. That's all. Would you would I do the trade? Of course, I mean it's Lindor. Where the Mets you, farm system at? The Mets farm system is depleted. So they did in the bottom half of the of the thirty. Oh. But they have a lot of young guys that like have a lot of potential, so that can fluctuate. Because if you have a couple guys pop and really get on the scene, it'll change. Like a couple of the Mets first rounders uh, are really good and are really young, so that should pay dividends. But still, you don't so want to give farm them that. System's not depleted. Then it's just they have the pieces to get the deal done. It's just do you have that appetite in your first, you know, your first run in? Like you want to get crazy? Yeah, that's all it is, really. So everyone open their eyes. Watch out for the Mets. Yeah, if you were driving and somehow you're still alive, thank you for your dedication. <laughs> if you've had your eyes closed this entire conversation, Evan thanks you. <laughs> really hope you did it. But I think we're going to sign off here. Don't just be so fucking abrupt like that. What if I had something to say? Do you? No, but I'm just saying. So, so then what is this about? I'm just saying. Like, subscribe, share. That's my line. Great. I was I was waiting. Do all those things at the same time. Empty underscore the tank at, on IG. Or on Apple Music and Spotify. Never forget. Empty the tank one on Twitter. We are going to start doing a interview series slash guest series. If you would like to be a guest, DM us, text us, call us, fax us, send us letters, and we will bring you in. Uh, Maybe. Probably not. We record on certain days, and that makes no sense. We we just saying that we're offering this now. You said that. I we didn't. interview on two days a week. Uh, if you're interested, contact us, and we'll try to make it work. Maybe this should be at the beginning of the podcast. Maybe it shouldn't be. Maybe it shouldn't be in the podcast at all. Maybe we should just have that as a soundbite. Maybe we just put it in the uh, in the story. Just go from there. Soundbite, yes. Not in the story of the Instagram page. What does that have to do with soundbite? Yes, I'm just saying it's just this section. Of the pod we're doing right now. You are wasting the space I have in my ear canal. That's not my problem. All right. I'm there, rent free. Ta ta.